thing on LinkedIn profiles, uh, always a moving thing. It changes all the time. This is the Key to Authority podcast, episode number five. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Jenish Pandya. In episode number two with Ron Gibson, we talked about how important networking is for every single business owner and how you can go about developing the right mindset. Now to take that further along, today we're going to bring the networking aspect online and in the field of social media, especially focusing on one of the best business networking platforms available, and that is LinkedIn. The guest for today's show is a social media ghost who helps busy professionals glide through the LinkedIn maze to enhance their career prospects or use it as consistent source of new leads and sales revenue. The person is none other than Linda Lee, a true friend, a business advisor, and simply a really cool person. Based in Perth and Singapore, Linda is a relationship-driven business development coach and is on a mission to help you achieve your goals and maximize your returns on LinkedIn. But before we get into the interview, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, SiteGround. SiteGround is a WordPress and Joomla specialized hosting company. They add custom-made solutions to your hosting to make your website faster, safer, and better supported than anywhere else. I use SiteGround to manage my websites as well as my clients, and it is mainly because of their 24-7 chat support and automated backup services that I trust them. So if you're fed up with the poor service of your current web hosts or looking to start a new website, then take SiteGround for a spin. Go to keytoauthority.com slash SiteGround to get started. Without further ado, here is Linda Lee. Hey Linda, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. I really appreciate you being here. I know you're in Singapore and now at the moment you're going with a sore throat and stuff, you're sick, but you get very dedicated and spend some time with us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Linda, so some people know about what you're doing and how you got to where, but maybe most of some of our listeners don't know and they want to get familiar with you. So how did you get started with the whole LinkedIn business? Well, um, I first started in I first started out my career in public health and it was a typical great first year university job, um, very stable, very stable careers, stable income and everything like that. But there was one day when when I was coming back to the office because I was working in uh, palliative care, yep. and and yep. I, I went back to the office and the two ladies that were in my office, um, one of them was crying and the other one was consoling the other one because it just got a bit too much because it's palliative care you're working around people that are dying or at the end stages of their lives and I think. At that moment, I was—I I just thought to myself, "Oh God, you know, I—I <clears throat> I really don't want to be like this yep. 10, 15, 20 years later in my career." And I think that was a pivotal moment for me. That's when I started to think, um, "What else is there out there? What, what other things should I be doing with myself?" Because I really enjoy helping people. But I really don't want to be living or working in an environment that's that's just really uh, draining, yep. I guess, mentally and and uh, emotionally. So 
you know, it's, it's led to a lot of research and trial and error and long story short, one thing led to another. Um, I got into social media, which was really, really exciting. I got to meet lots of really interesting people and being a Gen Y, I think um, it, it came really, really easy for me. And I had all of these baby boomers and Gen Xers thinking, um, you know, I was some kind of rocket scientist because <laughs> I understood I got social media. And the more I worked in social media, the more I started to learn more about um, LinkedIn and the potential of LinkedIn. And during that time, there wasn't a lot of people um, that was using it properly or was, that, or was there any tools or resources that actually taught people how do they use this platform. And the more I looked into it, the more I saw that there was this huge gap that there's this powerful, powerful business tool that could do so much for people in terms of their personal brand or their business or career, yet not many people know what they should be doing with it or to actually get the results that they wanted. So, um, yeah, so I ended up dedicating a lot of my time studying and learning more about LinkedIn and the business applications and how do you use it and ins and outs and everything like that. And um, business just went from there. Oh, that's a really great story, and I guess that shows how you help your clients because coming from that caring and nurturing background that you had with your health side of profession, like I've worked with you as well, so I've seen that happen. And obviously, as you mentioned, that the advantage that Gen Ys have with that social media and the technology and the online side is really good that we help the others who don't have that. So coming back to the main question, since you know LinkedIn in and out, so what is that key when it comes to having that perfect LinkedIn profile? I'm not sure there's such thing as a perfect LinkedIn profile. I think a LinkedIn profile is uh, always a moving thing. It changes all the time. Um, I find that I'm always tweaking and changing my LinkedIn profile every few months as, mm -hmm. as people and everything change. Um, but the key to using LinkedIn, you are right, is to have a very, very good profile because that is your first impression. Um, someone released a piece of research that says, you know, you may be getting offline referrals and people may be talking about you offline, but the moment they try to find you online or on LinkedIn, they may not want to talk to you anymore based on that presence and that profile that you have. So a LinkedIn profile really is is to ensure that there are no barriers yep. to people wanting to talk to you or get in touch to learn more about who you are or, or what you bring or what you offer. Mm. So you asked what are the keys to having a really good LinkedIn profile? Yep. I think a great LinkedIn profile, number one, is um, it has a really good photo. Yep. Uh, very basic LinkedIn, but your photo is your your online handshake. Mm -hmm. um, people do judge you based on that first impression and that first feel that they get. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, obviously photos like from the nightclub and the bar and <laughs> your fishing trip and everything like that. 
um, can can have a huge impact on how people perceive you right away. So I do recommend having a nice professional looking presence there. Cool. The second tip to um, a good LinkedIn profile, I think, is to be really, really clear on what it is that you do, who for, and what opportunities that you provide or are looking for. I mean, I read hundreds of profiles every single week, and some of them are so convoluted. You read it, and some of it is just corporate babble. It, it says a lot, but it means nothing. And others doesn't say barely anything that you have no idea what it is um, that they do for a living. So I think being really, really clear makes it easier for people to approach you with new opportunities. I guess that striking the balance matters quite a bit and obviously what's in it for the customers as well as what they can get out of you would be really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, To think that you're writing your LinkedIn profile for your potential customer or potential employer. So your LinkedIn profile, you're not writing it for you. You already know who you are and how good you are, but um, you want your potential Hmm. customers. And kind to, to know. Yeah. And that's, I guess, a really key because sometimes we go about blowing our own trumpets and then we forget that it's the other way around where someone else is looking, not us. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. And on the topic of blowing your own trumpets, it's, it's another key point of the LinkedIn profile is to have some really, really good recommendations, which are testimonials that sit at the bottom of your profile. Because what everyone else says about you is a lot more believable than what you say about yourself. Yeah. So I recommend having at least five really good um, recommendations that are written about you, um, how you are as a business provider or as an employee. Um, okay. That could make a really huge difference as to whether someone clicks the connect or the accept button or, or they want to take that step further with you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how, how like, I love the one about where you mentioned, obviously, obviously all the points are important, but the recommendations, they provide that social proof and they provide, I guess, in terms of that aspect of where that you're not the first client for that person when they have had a history behind it. So how does one go about getting this kind of recommendations? Should they just talk with them or what's the process? And um, Well, you, you just ask. But, but it is courteous to, to, you know, to ask people offline or on email first and say, uh, you know, do you mind to give me a recommendation on LinkedIn? But um, – When asking for a recommendation, I I do recommend being really specific as to what you want them to recommend you for. Instead of LinkedIn's generic, can you please recommend me, notice just to give them a bit of a guideline, such as um, can you please recommend me for the LinkedIn training program that I gave to your group of staff and how, you know, that, that impacted on your business. That means you'll get a much stronger recommendation and it's valuable for both you and your potential clients as well. So, yeah, 
Okay, and that's really good. So having that niche uh, niche focused where you ask that specific, and I guess that provides a good example to your uh, future client as well. And so we looked at the profile picture and then writing out the profile from a potential client or customer's viewpoint as well as a little bit of not going about blowing more of a trumpet, getting the recommendations. Are we missing out on a couple of other things, key ones? or um, Quite a few things. Uh, <laughs> LinkedIn um, yeah, has enabled uh, people to be able to share photos and videos within their profile. I think if you could tell something through images and videos, it's a lot more powerful than just chunks and chunks of text. Because yep. people are very visual. They love to follow images and videos and they engage with it more. Mm. So if you do have some really good photos about your business or even products or services or what you do, um, I'd getting them up there. If having... Um, Using slide share to share presentations about business would be useful. Uh, yeah, some people don't like to write their own personal summary, yep. so they just do a video recording and just introduce themselves through the video, so that works as well. I think using rich media really stands out to um, from every single other LinkedIn profile that's fair and so um, that's that's definitely yeah. Okay, and yeah. that's that's really good because I guess people, some people learn through audio, some through visual, and some through written. I don't, for example, I don't like writing much, but still, that's necessary. So I love communicating via voice or video, and it's really good. Uh, so that's really so. We have got those four keys. Now to wrap this up, what is one thing that the listener could do to improve their LinkedIn profile, what action could they take from to listening to this? Um, whenever I, I run public training programs, I always recommend just try and spend at least 10 minutes a day. You know, even if you take a t- consistent 10 minutes a day on LinkedIn, you'll be well ahead of everybody else that, that doesn't really invest the time to use it properly. So... A LinkedIn profile is a big chunk of work. But if you just slowly fill in just one section a day, like all your contact information or your experience section or your education, and you just slowly fill it out, over time you'd have a pretty decent LinkedIn profile um, that that actually helps create opportunities and generate leads for you. Um, Yeah. LinkedIn says that, um, you know, you're 40 times more likely to get approached with new opportunities with a good LinkedIn profile compared to those that hasn't, haven't um, invested much time on it. So, yeah. Uh, thanks a lot, Linda, for coming on the show. Uh, how could the audience get in touch with you? Obviously, your LinkedIn profile. I'll put down the links on the show notes so they can get it. So what's your website? What's your Twitter handle or LinkedIn or Facebook? Uh, well, the easiest way to get in touch with me is through LinkedIn. But for those people that don't have LinkedIn yet, they could contact me via email, linda at wealthy-appetite.com, which um, you, you're free to share with them. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'll pop down that email. And obviously your website is wealthy-appetite.com? Yes. Cool. No worries.
Again, really appreciate you know, for coming on the show. Thanks a lot, Linda. Thanks for having me. Cheers. LinkedIn is the ultimate networking and communication tool for business professionals, as you would have heard from Linda. Today's action for you is to carry out an audit of your LinkedIn profile and then edit or make changes as necessary. Once you have edited the changes, develop a habit of spending 10 minutes every single day on LinkedIn to get it further and bring the revenue in your business. To thank you for being some of the first listeners of the podcast, I'm running a contest with some awesome prizes. The contest is going to run till the 26th of April 2015. There are five awesome prizes to be won, and each prize will be revealed at the end of each episode. To be in the running, you simply have to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. One of the prizes for the contest is an hour with Linda, be it in person or on Skype, which Linda has generously donated. In that hour, she'll work with you on your LinkedIn strategy and answer any questions you might have for her. So get on it and get subscribing and reviewing on iTunes or on Stitcher. I really thank you for listening and to get all the details and links we talked about in today's episode, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP005 for the show notes. Till next time, see ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.